Welcome to PIWC Worcester's podcast. Thank you for joining us. We pray that in your time spent with us, you will be blessed and edified even as we grow in faith. Please enjoy and may the Spirit illuminate your hearts. Declare that you are great above all others. There is none greater than you. There is none bigger than you. There is none better than you, Father. We have come only to reverence your name. At the mention of that name, every knee must bow and every tongue must confess that Jesus is Lord. Not just Lord of yesterday, but the Lord of today and the Lord of the days to come. Forever you shall be Lord. And Lord, we give you reverence for you are here and you are seated on your throne, reigning among the affairs of your people. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. It is 731. It is the last day of July. Can we praise the Lord? Hallelujah. See, seven is the number of completion. Hallelujah. And I want somebody to understand that God is today going to complete something new in your life. Whatever he started, he is going to complete it today in the name of Jesus. That miracle that you have been waiting for, in great expectation for, today being 731, I pray that heaven will answer in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. So know that God is ready to do something great among us. Hallelujah. And let's not forsake or neglect the gathering of the saints. Because wherever the people of God gather, God is in their presence. And wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom and there is liberty. Hallelujah. So if you came here bound today, I want to declare liberation in the mighty name of Jesus. Experience the touch of God. And whatever is lagging and dragging in your life, may God accelerate it into completion on the last day of the seventh month. Hallelujah. We thank the Lord and we bless Him. Our Rima focus for the month of July is, Behold, I am doing a new thing. Behold, I'm doing a new thing. Hallelujah. And as we go through the, the, the last day of this month, I want you to understand that August is ahead of us tomorrow. And August is the eighth month. And even though it's not the same as the Hebrews' eighth month, I want you to know that as we enter into the month of August, there is a new beginning for PIWC. Hallelujah. There is a new beginning for your family. There is a new beginning for your children. There is a new beginning for the church of God. Why? Because his word declares that, Behold, I am doing a new thing. Hallelujah. And what we can do as a church is to embrace the new thing God is about to do. Hallelujah. So get your heart and your minds ready. As we turn to Isaiah 43, Isaiah 43, verses 15 to 19, Isaiah 43, verses 15 to 19. But before I want to go, I go on, I just want to acknowledge and appreciate 
and celebrate the presence of our children's ministry. Amen. Come on, can we celebrate them? Can we celebrate them? I'm going to tell you why in a minute, but celebrate the children in the house. Amen, amen, amen. Is Joshua Anim here? Joshua, stand up, my man. It's my brother, Gerald Danso Abwaji here. Come on, you guys run up, run up, run up real quick, run up real quick. Joshua, come on up, come on up. Come on, church, let's celebrate these young ones. Joshua, you're not running like Gerald did. Come on, run up here. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We just want to celebrate these little ones that the Lord is using mightily in his church. Amen. Church, we just want to celebrate my brother Joshua and my brother Gerald. Amen. When we had our district um, Pentecost pulpit, these young ones came in first and second. So they represented uh, PIWC at the regional level. And at the regional level, they also came in first and second. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 And then we had the zonal competition yesterday. And Gerald was representing PIWC because they wanted one representative from each region. Gerald came in second. Amen. Praise the Lord. Come on. Can we celebrate this young man? And can we celebrate my brother? Hallelujah. Now, here's the catch. Here's the catch. The, pe- the person that came in first on the zonal level was 13. He just turned 13. Is actually the, the son of Pastor Ampafu, who was the officiating minister last week, all right? He just turned 13. And this little man here, eight years old, hallelujah, eight years old, hallelujah, came in second out of five regions. God bless you, gentlemen. God bless you, sir. And we're asking, he's going to the nationals. So let's keep praying for him that God will use him to bring the trophy home. God bless you, gentlemen. We celebrate you guys. Amen. You can have your seat. Amen. 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 I just wanted to do that Sunday school during the Children's Week. Their trophies and their plaques will be presented to them. But we just wanted to celebrate with the Lord. And can we bless the Lord for the lives of our Sunday school teachers, please? Come on, somebody. Bless the Lord for their lives. Unto Vivian, unto Mickey, Dick and Jeff, and the entire executive of the Sunday School Ministry, and all those that are helping and volunteering downstairs. May the Lord bless you. Amen. And with that said, if you're somebody in this church and you want to be a blessing in any ministry, we want to let you know Sunday School is recruiting. Amen. And they're looking for members and people to volunteer to help bring our young ones in the knowledge and in the fear of the Lord. Amen. Isaiah 43, 15 to 19. Scripture says, I am the Lord, your Holy One, the Creator of Israel, your King. Thus says the Lord who makes a way in the sea and the path through the mighty waters, who brings forth the chariot and horse, the army and the power, they shall lie down, they shall not rise, they are extinguished, and they are quenched like a wick. Hallelujah. Verse 18 says, Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. 19, Behold, hallelujah, behold, I will do a new thing, and it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? 
I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. I want to um, um, read quickly the NLT version of verse 18 to 19. It says, but forget all that. Forget the miracles I did through the Red Sea. Forget what you've experienced about me, God. I made a dry path in the sea and I called forth the mighty army of Egypt, all the chariots to perish. And I called them to burn away and to be snuffed out like candlewick. And scripture says in verse 18 of NLT version, but forget all that. It is nothing compared to what I'm going to do. Tell your neighbor, it is nothing compared. What you've experienced, what you've seen the Lord do, Scripture is saying it is nothing compared to what God is about to do. Verse 19 says, For I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness, and I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. So, Lord, we thank you for the reading of your word. May we receive your word with a full heart and a mind that is ready to understand. The Father God will bear fruit thereof of your word today. In the name of Jesus have we prayed. Amen. This morning I want to preach on the topic, Embracing New Beginnings. Embracing New Beginnings. Hallelujah. See, scripture that we, we just read says, forget about the former things. Forget about the things of old. Why? Because God says he is ready and he is about to do something new. And today is a local day of reflection for us as PIWC, as a church. And as we reflect, it is important that we understand that as we are reflecting, we do not stay in the past. Because sometimes when you reflect and you experience and you go through what the Lord has done for you, you want to remain there. But the God that we serve is always progressive. The God that we serve is always doing something new. The God that we serve is always making new ways and new, revealing himself to us anew. Amen. So as a church, as we reflect, we're remembering how far the Lord has brought PIWC. Four years ago when he brought his servant, Dr. Carl Badu, and family here, we see how far the Lord has brought his church and we are also remembering what the Lord has accomplished in his church and how far he has brought us to this point in our time, in our lives, amen. And we remember how the Lord has blessed us, our families, our children, our children that graduated from college, some have graduated from uh, undergrad, some have graduated from high school, some have graduated from grad programs, some have obtained their doctorate, their uh, uh, their masters. Some of us have been blessed, hallelujah, into marriage. Some of us have been blessed with children. And I know I have been blessed with a lot of children, hallelujah, because of the favor of the Lord. And we thank God that he says his blessings, children are like arrows in our arms. And they're not just, a, they're not just there to bug us or make us feel pain or make us think that, oh, this is too much. But to understand that God has blessed us, hallelujah. And them being arrows, we have a response as parents to sharpen them for life, to sharpen them for war, to sharpen them for victory. Hallelujah. So every parent here, every child that the Lord has blessed you with, you have a responsibility as an arrow to sharpen them. Hallelujah. To go further than you could even ever reach. Many of us have experienced miracles upon miracles through the ministry of God's servant. And we remember what God has done through this ministry. 
impacting so many lives hallelujah through the women's ministry he's impacted our mothers through the men's ministry he's impacted our young men and our fathers through the youth ministry he has impacted young people to be zealous to have a zeal and a compassion for the things of God for them to rise up and to be used to the glory of God so God has done so many things and we praise him and we honor him for that hallelujah but as we reflect and cast our minds back, it is important that we do not dwell in the past. It is important that we do not keep staring in the past, but use it as a fuel to embrace new leadership that God is bringing our way and to embrace the new things God is about to accomplish through his servant, Pastor Hagen, and his family. As we dwell and as we reflect, we cannot sit back and be complacent. We cannot sit back and complain. But we will embrace what God is about to do. We heard the message last week that he's the God of beginnings and endings. He's the God of endings and beginning. What that means, God is Alpha and Omega. Whatever he starts, he finishes. And because he's a faithful God, he makes sure whatever he begins shall come to a successful end. So PWC, I'm here to announce to us, as we enter into a new phase this August, this month of new beginnings, as we enter into the eighth month and we experience a new leadership, we need to understand that what God is about to do is going to be greater than the former in the name of Jesus. Why? Because our minds and our hearts are ready to receive the good things and the new things God is ready to do among us. The message Bible says of Isaiah 43 verse 18 to 19, it says, forget about what's happened. Don't keep going over old history. It says, be alert and be present. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, be alert. Come on, somebody, turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, be alert. One more time, tell them, neighbor, be present. Watch, watch this. It says, be alert and be present. Because I'm about to do something brand new. It is bursting out. Don't you see it? If we do not have the eyes and the minds of God, we will not see what God is trying to do. We will keep going over old history, what we used to do in the past. But when we have the mind and the heart of God, we will be alert and we will be very present. We will be wide awake and we will not be caught daydreaming. We will be very present and not absent in what God is about to do here at PIWC. And I feel it down in my spirit that God is going to do greater things. Why? Because every single one of us seated here, we are going to rise up and whatever God is charging and committing us to do, we will give it our all and we will give it our hearts. Young people, this new season that we're going through, God is requiring of us that we'll be committed. God is requiring of us that we'll be alert. God is requiring of us that we'll be very present. Because if this church is going to go to the next level, then we must also go to the next level in the things of God. If this church is going to go to higher heights, then we must engage in the things of God and to the deeper things of God. And when God gives us new revelation and new understanding of his word, he is saying that I charge you to go into your schools. I charge you to go into the marketplace. I charge you to go on your college campuses and let men know of the good things I am doing in your life. And that charge is upon us. Hallelujah. 
And the Lord says, it is bursting out. Hallelujah. It is bursting out. New giftings are being are going to burst out this season. New, new desires are going to burst out this season. New things that the Lord wants to accomplish through PWC are going to burst out. Do you not see it? Because eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered into the minds of man the things the Lord is about to do. And we can use our mind to think. We can use our minds to comprehend what if Pastor Carl was here. What is going to happen that now that Pastor Carl and the family are moving on to a new phase of their ministry. God says, I am still the Lord of PIWC. And as long as I am seated on the throne, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. See, God specializes in new things. The funny thing is, he's the ancient of day. We sing the song, Ancient of Days, as old as you are, you will never change. But this old God is forever doing new things. The God who never changes is forever bringing change in the lives of people. So he's a God who specializes in new things. And when you read Lamentations chapter 3, verse 22, it says, The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. And says, watch here, they are new every morning. Hallelujah. We experience the love of God every morning. Your eyes are wide awake. You experience new mercies from God every morning that you wake up. You experience newness of God Every time that you wake up in the morning. So this God is a God that is always showing us that he is a God of new things. Hallelujah. And it says, great is your faithfulness. He is a faithful God. And he will make sure what he has started, he will begin. And he will bring it to a successful end. Amen. And as a matter of fact, the Christian faith it's an expression of newness and renewal. Hallelujah. Because first, we understand that this covenant that we're in is called the new covenant. Hallelujah. Jesus says that this is my blood of the new covenant. Hallelujah. And when you read Hebrews chapter 10, it also tells you that it is not of the blood of bulls and goats, but it is of the blood of the precious lamb that you and I have been bought by the price. Hallelujah. So when we came to Jesus, he ushered us into a new covenant. He ushered us into a newness of life. So everything concerning us, everything concerning the Christian faith is about a new life in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. And not only do we come into a new covenant, we also walk into a new birth. First Peter chapter 1 verse 3, it says, Praise be to God, praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And it says, In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. He gave us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. So we walk into a new covenant to experience 
a new birth. Amen. And we are not born of this blood, not born of the flesh, but we are born of God. Hallelujah. And because the Spirit of the Lord rests, rests in us, resides in us, we have the right to shout, Abba, Father. Because the Spirit in us testifies with God's Spirit that we are indeed sons and daughters of the Most High God. Hallelujah. The Christian faith is an expression of newness and renewal. We experience new covenant. We also come into a new birth. And God makes us into new creations. Hallelujah. And there's a common scripture that we always read for this. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. It says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Hallelujah. Watch this. It says, All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. All things, my old thoughts, my old habits, my old attitude has all passed away. And God has ushered me and he has made me a new creature in his sight. Why? Because I am clothed in the righteousness of Jesus Christ. And when God sees me, he does not see my filthy sin. He sees the righteousness of Christ all over me. Hallelujah. So when I walk, I walk as a new creation in Christ Jesus. I walk as a new creature in Christ Jesus. And whatever Jesus was able to accomplish on this earth, whatever Jesus was able to do, he has clothed me with his righteousness that I also, that all of us will be able to accomplish it to the glory of his name. New creature in Christ Jesus. And not only that, he has also given us a new spirit and a new heart. A new spirit and a new heart. Ezekiel chapter 36 verse 26. It says, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And as we're going through this, I want you to sit back and ask yourself, am I walking in the newness that God expects of me? Am I walking in the new creation? Am I walking in the new birth? Do I have this new spirit of God? And do I indeed have the new heart of God? He says, I remove your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. A heart that he can turn. A heart that he can squeeze. A heart that he can release. A heart that is malleable to his word. A heart that follows his direction. A heart that says, yes, Lord, as you say, I will do. As you command, I respond. As you tell me, Lord, I will go. Is that heart the heart that is within us? Or we still have a heart of disobedience? And when God gives us his new spirit, there is a response and a manifestation of a new heart that responds to his word and to his will. So he gives us a new spirit and he gives us a new heart. And not only that, he also gives us a new mind and gives us a new self. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 22 to 24 says, You were taught with regard to your former way of life. To put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires. 
to be made new in the attitude of your minds. To be made new in the attitude of your minds. And to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self. The question is, have you put off your old self? It says, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires. So if the desires of the flesh still rules over you, Bible says that it is being corrupted. That is the old self that is being corrupted. But says you were taught to put all that off says to be made new in the attitude of your mind. Attitude check. Since you came into Christ, since we all came into Jesus Christ, since we all came to faith, has our attitude changed? Has our attitude changed? Has our mindsets changed? Most of the time, a lot of us, we go, this is the way I was born. This is the way I was made. But when you are in Christ, you were made to be like Jesus. You were made to be like the Son of God. You were made to represent Christ as an ambassador, to reflect him, hallelujah, as his image and his likeness onto the world. And when they see your good deeds, the Bible says that they will glorify your Father in heaven. So if we allow the Word of God to change us, the word of God to convict us and his spirit and his word is life and spirit. If we allow that life and spirit in his word to mold us and give us a heart of flesh, we will have a new attitude of mind. And says to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Not only are we experiencing a new birth, a new creation, a new spirit, a new heart, a new mind, but God also says, at the end of it all, He shall bring forth a new heaven and a new earth. The point I'm trying to make is, as old as our God is, He is always doing something new. And sometimes we may rely on the past, what He did yesterday, and expect Him to do it the same way He did it. But He says, I am doing something new. So when Jesus came on the scene, a lot of people missed it. The Pharisees, those who have studied the law, those who have studied scriptures, missed him and had an issue with him. Because they expected that the king of Israel, the king who is from God, will come in the palace, will come in his riches, will come strong and mighty, defeating their enemies. But this king came humble and meek in obedience to God's words and God's will. And even as he, spe- he spoke the mind of God, and even as he did miracles from heaven, they still missed him. Why? Because they were thinking he would be like the king that they've read about. But he was a new king. So in Revelation chapter 21, verse 1 to 5, it says, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth 
had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. Verse 4 says, He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will no longer be any more death or mourning or crying or pain. For the old order of things has passed away. He who was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. Then he said, write this down for these words are trustworthy and true. He who sat on the throne said, I am making everything new. So from our salvation, through our sanctification process, even to our glorification, beloved, we must understand that God is expecting us to walk in the newness of life. He is expecting us to walk in the newness of his life and his word. Hallelujah. So that he can present all of us as a bride clothed in white without spot or wrinkle to himself. And he will bring forth a new heaven and a new earth. Hallelujah. And behold, he who is seated on the throne will declare, I am making everything new. So as we enter into a new season, as we enter into a new month of new beginnings, understand that God is about to do something new. See, change, change is difficult, but it's also important for us to understand that change is inevitable. No matter what we go through, change must occur. So if we don't align ourselves with God's plan and purpose for his church and what he's doing, we will miss out on his, on his blessings that he has prepared for all of us. See, when Moses had gone and God was preparing Joshua to take over, the children of Israel saw Moses stretch forth his rod and the Red Sea parted. And now it was time for them to cross over in the Jordan Normal understanding would be, well, if Moses did it this way, then Joshua ought to do it this way. But God had a different way of doing it. He didn't ask Joshua to stretch forth his arms. He said, let the priest with the Ark of the Covenant step into the water. And whilst they step into the water, the Bible says that the river, Jordan River, parted for the children of Israel to walk on dry land then I'm sure right when that happened, they were like, whoa, God is indeed with Joshua. Moses sent 12 spies, but Joshua sent two. I know they were going to Jericho, and there were a lot of walls, but why would he just send two? Because when 12 had gone, only two brought a good report. Only two brought a good report. And now Joshua is like, I can send 20, I can send 15, but I don't want people to be misled about what God is about to do. 
So he sent two who had the mind and the heart of God to understand that as God is bringing them to Jericho, they are more than conquerors. And this time, they weren't misled. They were built with confidence that indeed God has given them the city of Jericho. And even though the city is fortified with strong walls and with a strong army, because of these spies' report and the testimony of Rahab, they knew that indeed Jericho was burnt and it was all theirs. Took two to declare what God was going to do. And the funniest part about it is, in the battle with the Amalekites, Moses just had to lift his hand, and victory was assured for the Israelites. Now come Joshua, and he says, let's walk around the walls six times. And on the seventh day, the seventh time, we're going to walk around it seven times. If I was an Israelite, and I was part of this army, I would have definitely questioned Joshua's plan. But in response to what God has directed them to do, victory was surely theirs. See, God's purpose was for the children of Israel to conquer the land of Canaan. God's promise for them was to conquer. He used Moses to accomplish through a different method. But with Joshua, God went through a different method. God's purposes, plans, and will for our life and promises for our life still remains the same and will never change. But beloved, I can tell you, God is not going to do it the same way. And sometimes he has to bring new men, he has to bring new leadership for us to understand that God is not going to do it the same way. But as long as we're in alignment with what he's trying to do, with the salvation message that he wants us to uh, propagate, with the word of God that he wants all people to know and hear of the saving grace of Jesus Christ and the saving power in the name of Jesus Christ, he can use sometimes a donkey to speak to us. Sometimes if we refuse to shout and praise him, he says, I will cause the stones to shout and praise me. If you don't want to fulfill my purpose, I will throw you into a a belly of a whale and you're going to go to the very place that you were running away from. Why? Because I have an assignment for you. Why? Because I have an assignment for you. So what is God's plan? God desires that all men shall be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth of his dear son. Second Peter chapter 3, verse 9 says, The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. The will and purpose of God is that every man and every woman will come to repentance. So as Pastor Carl was giving us his last message, he said, keep the vision alive. Keep the purpose alive. Keep the will of God for PIWC alive. Even though I'm out of the scene, God is bringing somebody else in to make sure that this vision God has for his church will not die, but will remain alive. And we must all be in oneness, be in tuned, have a spirit of God to make sure that this vision, this vision that God has for his church shall surely come to pass. 
So he gives us a scripture from 1 Corinthians 3, verse 1 to 10, but I'll, I'll skip here and there. We'll start from verse 4. It says, For when one says, I follow Paul, and another says, I follow Apollos, are you not being mere human beings? Verse 5 says, What after all is Apollos, and what is Paul? Only servants through whom you came to believe as the Lord has assigned to each his task. He says, I planted the seed. Apollos watered it. But God has been making it grow. God brought about the increase. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything. But only God who makes everything grow. But only God who makes everything grow grow so I had the flyer for the welcome service on my whatsapp status um, and somebody texted me he's like wow PIWC you're blessed you're getting another great minister of God's word I was like for real it's like yeah 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 you're getting another great minister of God's word hallelujah so let's prepare our hearts and receive Pastor Hagen and the family and embrace the new thing God is doing in his church and I strongly believe in my heart and in my mind that what Pastor Carl, the foundation, Reverend Dr. Carl and Mama, Mama Gifty and the family have been able to lay, God is also going to build on it. Hallelujah. And we're going to build on it with gold. We're going to build on it with silver. We're going to build on it with something substantial and something magnificent that will bring glory and honor unto the Lord. Hallelujah. It says, for we are co-workers in God's service. And you are God's field, God's building. And God will build his church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So beloved, the message this morning is embrace new beginnings. Do not dwell on the past. Remember what the Lord has done. But don't dwell on it. Because he's ready to do something greater and something new. And when we have this heart and this mind, and our minds and our hearts are transformed to be in alignment with what he's doing, I believe that indeed we shall possess nations for the Lord. And next time we call PIWC, this room will be filled up, hallelujah. And we'll be having multiple services to the glory of God. Why? Because we are all being in alignment with what he's about to do. And with every single one of us being committed to the charge of this new beginning, I know that we will experience new blessings and new heights and new dimensions of grace being released on us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Can we just be on our feet and begin to thank the Lord for his word this morning, embracing new beginnings, reflections, and housekeeping. Begin to thank the Lord, begin to thank the Lord. Give thanksgiving unto the Lord for his church. Give thanksgiving unto the Lord for Pastor Carl and the family. Give thanksgiving unto the Lord for the leadership. Give thanksgiving unto the Lord for every single member of this household. Give thanksgiving unto the Lord for our families. Give thanksgiving unto the Lord for the new thing that He is about to do in our midst. Thank you once again for joining us. We pray that you were blessed. 
Click on the other episodes to continue on this journey with us. Don't forget to share and follow this podcast. God bless you.